and welcome back to another episode of Kate Talk Strictly. In today's episode, I was joined by my friend Ethan, who is a huge Strictly and Dancing with the Stars fan. So I thought I'd discuss with him the difference between the two shows. Hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Kate Talk Strictly. Today I'm joined by my friend Ethan, who is not only a huge Strictly fan, but also a huge Dancing with the Stars fan. So I thought it'd be interesting to get him on the podcast to discuss the differences between the two shows, but also to educate me on Dancing with the Stars, because I know literally nothing. Um, so um, thank you for joining us, Ethan. Hello. Hello. How are um, you? I- I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Super um, exciting. I'm excited to record this episode. Like, I need to learn about Dancing with the Stars. Some listeners may recognise Ethan from the Underrated Dancers episode. I can't remember when I did that. A month or so ago, but you, you appeared in that one. So, we're talk- so little introduction to you. Um, when did you first start watching Strictly? And when did you first start watching Dancing with the Stars? So... My first memory of Strictly is probably 2011. Yeah. And the thing I remember is Chelsea Healy's track Jive. Which is the same as me, which is really mad. Yeah. Um, So I was five, but I think from 2012 onwards, and like that's when I started becoming like, addicted to it <laughs> why is that the same for me though I suppose I must point out yeah. we are like similar ages so it kind of makes sense if you know yeah yeah and Dancing with the Stars I started watching in 2017 so I would have been 11 and that was because my favorite I used to watch WWE and my ah. favorite rest was on that season Nikki oh. Bella, and she was partnered with Arthur. Oh! And you obviously her and Arthur are now together and have the kid. Oh, okay. That's, that was going to be my next question. What made you start watching Darts and Stars? You've already answered it. Yeah. That's I think cool. I just watched it and just, I was really fascinated because it was back then, I guess, so different from Strictly. Mm. this is what I'm really interested in finding out what the differences are because like I know a bit about it and I've done a little bit of research for this but I really want to like go into it to have Ethan fully educate me on Dancing with the Stars because I really don't know much so um basically this is a really open-ended question but what are some of the main differences between Strictly and Dancing with the Stars? I think probably the two main differences are production and the voting scoring system. Oh, okay. So, the voting system, it kind of has always kept changing. So, the main thing is now is that you vote and the judges score combined, and then you get a bottom two, and, and they don't dance. So, the judges just save a couple. and the way they used to do it was basically you just had the couple with the least go home and basically you do so you know when strictly when they're announcing the last two like who is going to be in the dance off 
Yeah. What they do is that basically everyone would be called safe and those last two people and like one of them goes home kind of thing. Oh, and the other okay. one was like the last to be called safe. Okay. It's means. quite um odd thing because they've always kept changing it. Yeah, I suppose Strictly's been the same for like so long and when the judges like pick between the two you're saying what they do now is that just based on that week or is it based on like all of the weeks up to then i'm not sure because sometimes it seems to be based on that week but sometimes it just seems to be based on improvement oh okay um it's quite an odd thing to be honest so, like, last season, one of the people in Boston 2 was the person who was who got the, the highest score of the night, he got a perfect 30. And the couple with the lowest score of the night, but they saved the better couple, even though they had a night where all the couples went off against each other in, like, dance battles. And the guy that went home won. Wow. Really confusing. <laughs> okay, that's um interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nice that on Strictly they do stress it is because of like the dance off, but then it also does lead to like certain events, you know, yeah. like Aston. You know, I'd say Aston's probably the main yeah. one. Of course, Dev was a shock, but I don't really know. Um, I don't really know if, if Dev and who was better, Dev or Emma, but we're not going to go into Devgate. This is about Dancing with the Sun. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And what, what else you say in the production as well? The production. So I mean, like, how the themed nights, Dancing mm. Stars have always gone very big on theme nights, and they used to have, like, a theme night every single week. And now do, like, every other week which is good, but they also used to have, like, dances with, like, the backing, back, those backing dancers, and, in fact, one of the reasons they changed it was Bruno, who is a judging dance stars, says that he sometimes didn't know who to watch, mm. and it just got so confusing. I mean, with the few clips that I watched for, um, for this episode, it just, it seems like a lot of it is on, like, a much bigger scale, if you know what I mean, compared to Strictly, but I don't know if I necessarily prefer yeah. it. But I was, like, I was watching one and they're like running up, like up some stairs into a different bit. The stage seems massive and seems to have lots of different like areas to go up to and stuff. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you, you, the stairs just go on forever. <laughs> um, do you know what? I'm going to go straight into stat time now. Okay, so for people who don't know Ethan, oh. Ethan is, pr- is, pr- is pretty good um, with Strictly Stats, so I'm not going to go easy. I don't think I've gone easy on him. I think you could... It's not an impossible question to get, but um, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. And obviously play along at home and the answer will be revealed at the end of the podcast okay so today's that time question 
is so Gleb has appeared in both Dancing with the Stars and Series 13 of Strictly when he was a partner with Anita Rani. Now, I want to know how many tens did Anita Rani and Gleb receive in that series? Ooh. I think they only got one. Okay. Is that your final in answer? In my head, I just think, yes. Okay, okay, so you're saying that Anita and Gleb scored really one ten. Okay. What do you think at home? Do you agree with Ethan? Do you not agree with Ethan? We will see towards the end of the podcast, but let's jump back into it and let me be educated on Dancing with the Stars. I also noticed that um, in Dancing with the Stars, there's um, some different dance styles that we don't necessarily have on Strictly. One of this I've um, noticed is jazz is um, a style which usually you'd see in like couples choice on Strictly, but that's more of a... Yeah. So... On Dancing Stars, on season 16, I believe, they introduced jazz and contemporary as styles on the show. Um, now, it has caused a lot of controversy, and especially contemporary routines, because a lot of them have received perfect scores mm. when maybe they weren't particularly the best. Yeah, because they've had like emotional stories or anything. Um, and jazz, jazz is an odd one because so many people have done different types of jazz. So, some have been like big props and not much dance, whereas some have been like very, either very streety. Mm. That's not even the word, but I, know, um, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Very like musical theatre. Yeah, yeah. Musical theatre. So <laughs> James and James Hinchcliffe did a very musical theatre jazz, but then his jazz was on Broadway night. Oh, Broadway night. Sorry, I was just musical theatre stand within me. It's like Broadway night. Yeah. And I also noticed yeah, it's an odd one. I also noticed like they have there's a few fusions, which they actually did in series 10 of Strictly. And I personally think Strictly should bring this back. I really like that. Yeah, so it originally got introduced. You'll probably hear me referring to a lot of like being introduced in season 15, which was an all-star season. Um, oh, okay. Um, but basically, they had a fusion night. And funny enough, season 15 happened in the fall of the autumn of 2012, which is the night that's the year that Strictly had its fusion. Um, oh, yeah. But then, Dalton Stars introduced it for a couple of quite a while, as in the final, they, they do two nights, but the second night, they have to learn a fusion in 24 hours. Oh, wow. That's, wow. So actually, that, that brings yeah. quite nicely onto a question um, that actually got sent in by Alfie. And it was, how does the final differ from Strictly? 
because i watching some i've seen so there's like freestyle which i'm assuming is similar to the show dance i've seen redemption oh yeah i'm like please explain <laughs> yeah so the final format has always kind of changed so most recently it's been they do a favorite dance from the season and a freestyle which is a show dance um okay. but what they used to do which they used which they now do in the semi-final instead is a redemption dance which is when they do like a dance which I'll remember from week one, but instead of repeating that dance, they do it to a like different song and different choreography. Oh, okay. So it's like the judges picking the final, but it's not the same yeah. dance. Okay. Do they yeah. choose that or is it chosen for them? Um, it's not chosen for them often. Okay. And then some and then the the second night of the final is fusion night. But most often there's oh yeah, something else is the the number of contestants in the final has often varied. Oh. So some at the moment they do four couples in the final. So they announce each placement of the couples. So oh. you have a four third first. Um, but they used to do um, the whole eliminating one contestant. They I used hated to have that when they did that on Strictly. Yeah, but it's always varied and it's really quite confusing. But on the second night, they often do, they used to do the fusion challenge, which is always quite a good test of like stringing it all together. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting that they do like first thought, like, for fourth third seconds because a lot of people sometimes um always say that they want strictly to do that and i can't decide whether i want them to do it or not yeah i can't decide as well i think some years have been interesting to know like especially for me 2018 because yeah, I, I would love to know where joe would have come yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it would have been second, but you we, you don't really know. It's hard to gauge. I suppose that series yeah. is so hard to gauge because Ashley was the only one who'd ever been in the dance-off in that final. Yeah, but I suppose is statistically the best contestant on your show game ever had. Yeah, it's so funny that. Because I can't decide, because I think, as you say, it would be interesting, but it must be a bit disheartening to find out, oh, I was fourth. If you know what I mean. It's yeah. In the final. So yeah, that's an interesting topic. I think it would know. be. If you're listening and got any thoughts on it, drop drop us a message, you know. I'm interesting. I'm interested in your thoughts on that because yeah, I don't quite know what, what I prefer. Because as you say, it is like sometimes I wonder, hmm, where did they come? Especially like also, um, I'd be interested in 2019 as well. Because obviously, I I I kind of de- I'm assuming Karim would have been last, but I deep down like going into that final, I thought, oh, Karim and Amy probably aren't gonna win, even though I didn't stop me from yeah. going for them like loads. But it, it's again, there's quite a few years, and I I'd quite like to know sort of where everyone came. But I didn't like it when they used to win, yeah. win the final. So I feel you've done all that work, you've yeah. done that dance. 
and then you just get eliminated you don't have the chance to do it again like we never got to see Sophie and Brendan do yeah. that again How, we were robbed of that yes I actually cried when they got eliminated. I also cried when Danny Harmer got eliminated as well, because my favourites, when I was five and six, my favourites got eliminated in the final. Same. <laughs> it was sad. Um, did, so we've kind of, I think we've vaguely touched on this. I actually can't remember. We had a little, ch little chat before we started recording, so I can't remember if we've touched on this or not whilst recording. But um, I noticed when I'm watching back the dancers, there were quite a lot of extra dancers in some of them. So how does that sort of work with, because obviously in Strictly, we usually just have them Blackpool and um, yeah. um, quarterfinal musical week. So I think before it all changed, so everything kind of changed in 2019, but before that, the pros would kind of often be assigned to me, but the pros would choreograph during the week. Oh. So, so like the time before, though, is it on a Monday night, um, Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's on a Monday night. Um, but it's quite in, it was kind of like, they just kind of got like extra dancers in. And sometimes it would just be one or two, but um, often it would just be like make it bigger. Yeah, I some of my watch, I was like, that's a lot of extra dancers. Yeah, like and sometimes it helps them. So it's like one of my favorite dances is, uh, it's in twenty sixteen and it's. Uh, this guy called James Hinchcliffe and he goes for Halloween night uh, Suicide Squad Harley Quinn Joker Vini's Waltz and they have like some extra dances at the start like and that ties in really well whereas sometimes they just have them and it's just like that they didn't do anything they just distract you because it's interesting because sometimes it can really add to the performance and sometimes it takes away as like and strictly I think it's really good when they use them in musical weeks obviously it gives the ensemble feel but not everyone's always used them in musical yeah. weeks um like people they don't always choose to use them I think a lot of the Argentine tangos they've done in musical or Blackpool they haven't gone for using extra dances which I think does work sometimes so it's kind of really about yeah like what it works with dance, not just adding them in for the sake of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So obviously, so we, you've got Bruno over there um, doing the judging and Len. Yeah. Um, so what are the judges yeah. like? So I think, is there only three? Well, it's changed yet again. So, and... It's always kind of up until season, or they've always kind of the main judges they've had has been no, no, Craig, <laughs> Len, Bruno, and Carrie Ann in other. But for a couple of seasons, they had Julianne Hoff, who was a pro dancer on the show. 
and won back to back. Oh, wow. Um, and then, so when Julianne was on the show um, from Conversations, they had four judges. But last season, Chris Len couldn't do the show because of travel reasons. Um, Derek Hoff, who is Julianne Hoff's bro- brother, who was also um, been in Pride Guards, and he's won six times in Giants with Stars. Wow. Um, he became a judge, and he's going to be a judge this year, and Len's coming back, so we get four judges again. It's oh, exciting. Okay. So do you prefer, um, so would you, do, you, do you think you prefer having four judges to three? I think I actually prefer three. Oh, okay. Again, some, not always, like, during one season, they've had, like, with three judges, if they've had three judges, they've often had guest judges sometimes. Mm. Which, from, from some people against, who are, like, strictly stats, mocks up the stats. <laughs> from my yes. like with last series of Strictly, I'm just like, I can't compare them against anyone. <laughs> And then when, like, the week that Bruno was off yeah. at Series 15, or when they had, like, Donny Osmond's come in, it ruins the stats. <laughs> but um, from a yeah. non-perspective, I suppose, I suppose the elimination thing kind of makes more sense when there's three of them, probably. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, talking about eliminations, Judging Stars also don't have a result show. Oh, so is it on the so it's on like the same night? Yeah, they used to, but they don't have a result show. It's still like one night. Do they have like do they go to like other programs in between, or is it all like all part of the same program? All part of the same program. So I'm assuming you don't have that much time to vote then. No, you don't. A bit like Dancing on Ice. I always think Dancing on Ice um, lines are barely barely open. <laughs> Yeah. Because a lot of people seem to don't like the fact that um, Strictly do like pre-record it on the su- and show it on the Sunday. Yeah. But personally, as someone who's grown up watching Strictly, I'm glad they do that because Strictly's got so- um, quite, you know, there's a lot of kids who like Strictly who can't stay up to watch it later on in the night. Yeah. But um, obviously sometimes, because I don't do the spoiler, I've occasionally accidentally seen it. But um, sometimes having to wait the whole day to find out who's gone can be a bit stressful. Yeah, I then I I've gone on to the spoiler a couple of times. I think the one time I considered see, I accidentally found out when Deb and Diane left. I accidentally found that out because obviously there was like a mass outrage. And the one time I nearly yeah. looked at the spoiler was. Um, Series 17 semi-final because I knew I was going up to Radio 2 to meet the finalists and I kind of wanted to know who's got through to the final. Like who would I'd be meeting was like criminate me better get through. And that was like yeah. the time I thought about it, but I didn't. I resisted. I mean, there've been a couple of times where I've seen it, like last year, week four, when it was Max amazing the answer. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw that because I honestly, I, I just didn't want JJ to be in the bottom two. Oh, yeah. 
what was his oh that was his jive week for wasn't it yeah yeah oh the stress yeah but I, I can't deal with the stress sometimes yeah but it, it's also weird because obviously Dancing Stars because it's on at 8pm in America so I'm kind of I wake up and it's all happened Oh yeah, how so do I you, don't need... I haven't asked this. Where do you actually watch Dancing with the Stars? Because <laughs> I don't even know really watch... how to. I watch clips on YouTube. Oh, okay. So they just I'm assuming they just upload them. Yeah, bit like strictly. But also I look at like the scores on Wikipedia. Oh uh, yeah. Like good old Wikipedia with the um all the like tables and everything. Yeah. I love, I love, um, I mean, there's also this website like called Ultimate Strictly, which sadly isn't getting updated anymore. But, um, and I love looking at like when they've got all the tables and everything and they're like, this is the highest score on that night. It just makes me happy. Yeah. So I can't believe that I didn't even write down. How would you watch Darts with the Stars? Um, in my, um, uh, my notes. Um, and another thing that I kind of knew, um, but they don't have a, um, they dance to the actual song, don't they? Like, instead of having a band. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's an odd one. Because sometimes they have bands do covers. They used to have a band. But then they, they sometimes do, and they sometimes don't. Um, a Dancing like, in the Stars seems very inconsistent. With what's happening? Oh, oh, totally. <laughs> it is quite funny though, because sometimes your band and Darcy Stars, it's not particularly some amazing, sometimes it's good, sometimes it isn't. Like one instance, there was a couple dancing to Candyman and the singer messed up half your lyrics. Oh. Oh dear. <laughs> Yeah. So do you, do, you, do you think it's better dancing to, like, a live band or not? So I, I know sometimes when, obviously, because Strictly always has a live band, they do mention, like, it sometimes takes a while to adjust from dancing to, like, the pre-recorded track to the um, band. But um, how is it, like, how do you think it differs? I suppose there's pros and cons for each. Yeah, I think dancing with a live band makes it slightly more authentic. Yeah. In terms of, like, it's more atmospheric. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, sometimes, like, if you have the song, like, that song on, it kind of just feels a bit, like, I feel like your band, a band gives it more energy and life. Yeah. Maybe a bit like flat if it hasn't got the band, maybe or something. Yeah, because I know I must say I think the Strictly band get quite a lot of hate sometimes if they don't cover a song. But when you think how many like if the the, the song like people don't like how they've done the song, if you think how many different styles they have to do across four singers yeah. on one night, they are incredible. Yeah. It's like, um, I think it's Tommy, he was saying that one night in 2016, one, one song 
he was singing Korean, the Gangnam Style. The next song, he was singing a, a slow ballad by John Legend. <laughs> Honestly, like, um, the way they can just flip from going from, yeah. I don't know, like, a rock song to, like, opera. It's, um, yeah. it's incredible. Um, yeah, really stop hating on the band, okay? I know some yeah. it's a song you like, it's like, they're like, oh, it's not as good as the original, but, you know. Although, there are some um, songs that Strictly Band have done, which I prefer to the original. I love their version of Drops of Jupiter. Yeah. I know I've mentioned this to you, but when they did every little thing, she does is magic. The Saffron and AJ's Jive. So good. That song, whenever I watch that dance, gets stuck in my head about the next three days. Same, but I love it. That's an underrated dance, actually, Saffron and AJ's Drive. Yes. Also, a slightly different concept for Halloween, and we love different Halloween concepts here. Yes. Halloween Swing is like your favourite. Swing and Stars have done very well. Yeah, because I feel I need to talk to you about Halloween week. I don't think I only watched like one Halloween week actually, but you really love Halloween week, don't you? I mean, just just a lot, a little, just a, you know. Yeah, just how I just I only like, I like Kevin a little bit, you know, just like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know what it is with me and Halloween go, but I get. So excited for Strictly and Guardians of the Stars at Halloween. Guardians of the Stars, some of my favourite dances ever have been from Halloween. So what sort of, um, what are your favourite um, Dancing with the Stars Halloween dances then? I mean, you're going to be talking to me and I'm like, yep, yep, I don't know about that one, but you know, for people listening. Yeah. So there's a pro called Whitney Carson, who, um, she, for season 25, she was the first girl guys Halloween I watched. Her and her partner did a Halloween contemporary. What? I, I, I feel no one's done that on Strictly, have they yet? No. That needs to happen. Yeah. I mean, there's been like an occasional rumba, but yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. But they danced to this really sweet cover of Every Breath You Take by the police. And the dance is about this uh, kind of uh, stalker and this girl. And it's kind of, she starts on the sofa and he's kind of, there's a window, he's behind her. And the song starts and he does some moves like controlling her. Then the lights go down and then it's just about, the lights go on and he's behind her. And then the beat kicks, and they just like do the most amazing routine. It's so good. I need to watch that. And Whitney, the next Halloween, did another Halloween contemporary with Milo Mannheim, who's a Disney Channel actor. They danced, you know, the version of Toxic, the Diane Witch group dances too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They danced. They danced a contemporary stat and it's set in a like a mental asylum and Milo's kind of like gone crazy 
and it's set it's set in just like a room. It has like a room. So it's where they dance quite small, but it's so good. And she's kind of like a nurse and it's really creepy. But both those dancers got perfect scores. See that that's that's like I mean, I, I'm going to say it's like, can we have more Halloween couples choices? Because the only one I can think of is Faye and Giovanni's. Yeah. Well, I mean, that we've was only had such a good one, but it's my favourite dance ever, Faye and Giovanni. They were so good. And like, I think it would yeah. be a podcast with me talking about couples choice without going on about, we need more theatre jazz couples choice. Yes. And I think Dancing Stars needs to separate street and jazz. Yeah, because I think that's weird that they haven't wa- done that. Because like, when I'm watching the dances, I'm like, this is not jazz. Just for context, I've danced for nearly 11 years and I've done jazz street and contemporary. Um, but I'm like, that is not jazz. That is street. So if I ever have any questions about couples' choice, you are the person to go to. Yeah. Because I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, I'm, I, I know about bye. <laughs> and that's it, basically. Ballet is something that I'd love to see, like, strictly do. And for, like, do like a contemporary ballet routine for Swan, to Swan Lake for Halloween. Oh yeah, Shane Darcy's not on anymore. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I've got like, I, I'm really interested. I've got a couple of questions that I'm interested to see your answer for. So, what elements of Dancing with the Stars would you like Strictly to have? I think Themes Week is a Themes Week, so a big thing. It's like last year, Guys and Stars replaced Halloween with Villains Night. So each couple has a villain to play. That's a um, cool idea. And I, and I think I'd like, that would be a cool idea of a Strictly gig. Um, but obviously, Strictly with Halloween, because it's not the, because it's not after the watershed, they've mm. got to kind of like keep it quite mature. Whereas Dancing with the Stars, keep it, it's always been quite creepy Halloween. I know Kevin's um, saying, um, said in the I think once he couldn't do, he wanted to do Edward Scissorhands in Halloween week, but he wasn't allowed to. Yeah, Dancing with the Stars had an Edward Scissorhands Halloween dance. And um, um, that was cool. Anyway, so you can carry on. If there's like anything else that you'd like to do yeah. Dancing with the Stars. Also, just other things that the stars have done is that they've had couples from a certain point do two dances a week, but not necessarily two main dances. Like they've had dance duels where it's like two couples gone up against each other in a dance, like the same song and style, and you can just pick who's better and they get extra points. Or team dances. I love teen oh. dances. So it's sort of like, so I seem to think that in like series, the, like the series seven final of Strictly, they did like a joint Lindy Hop, I think. Yeah. 
that's interesting. And then I suppose that dance duel would be interesting on Strictly because, of course, um, we didn't ha- we haven't had um, an a thon since the dreaded Lindy Hopathon of twenty eighteen. <laughs> we haven't had anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably wise that we haven't had something like that. But it'd be interesting to have like a different concept around like the week ten sort of area. Yeah. With some more simpler scoring. Yes. That was very interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, that will go down in structure history, not necessarily for the right reasons. Yeah. Okay, so then what elements of Strictly would you like Dancing with the Stars to have? I think it may sound slightly weird, but Flying Stars have often, like, they used to have a night called Most Memorable Year, and it was quite an emotional night, when they kind of, like, doing dance, kind of, like, face the night, the struggles they had. And Dancing Stars have often, like, pulled on the heartstrings, the ropes, where I go quite, and I think, and, like, again, like, maybe stripping down production sometimes, and not using songs every, the same songs every single season. So I think Stars have done that multiple times. Gets so annoying. I know um, it's a different guy now, but I know in one of the Strictly annuals, the guy who used to do the music on Strictly would say, they, they would never use, if someone had danced to a song, they wouldn't use it for a few years. And if it's a really memorable song, they'd never use it again. Because I think that's a good it's idea. It's memorable ever dance. Make no one will ever go to gang and start again. Yeah, because <laughs> my although there have been some things that's me are memorable, which they've done again. I mean, they have used on Strictly. I'm still standing quite a lot, but my problem was is Ashley and Pasha's samba was to hot hot hot, which of course Mark Rampakash did, which is a very famous yeah. Strictly number. Not only was it really good, their mics got tangled and they had to stop. And I could not watch that. Yeah. With, um, Ashley and Pasha's without thinking of Mark Rampakash's one. Yeah. So is that quite, so they tend to reuse things quite a lot then on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, they, especially, for example, when it comes to Disney night, I think for at least half the Disney nights now, they've used part of your world in The Little Mermaid. And it's quite a dull song. Ethan, you're going to get cancelled for saying that. I don't know, but like in the nicest way possible, but it's sometimes like just watching like someone doing like a waltz bit like over and over again just gets a bit boring. Or there's only so many Disney songs that you can dance to. Yeah. And I suppose there's been way more serious in the past as well. Yeah. In the past 10 seasons, they've used I Have Nothing for Avini's Waltz by Whitney Houston six times. Wow. And then my past 10 seasons have been the past six years. Just like casually using it every year. Okay, that's that's interesting that. yeah, um, basically, we're sort of coming near to the end, but um, 
for people out here so like obviously most of my podcast audience are like are strictly like strictly fans why should they watch dancing with the stars um i think it's different and it's quite like just interesting kind of like see the differences and it's like I used to prefer I mean I've always been like quite even on which one I prefer over Strictly Dice Stars but I think Dice Stars just especially when I used to have quite a few more themes nights because they brought a bit more um where they varied things and had different themed nights like sometimes in week two they have to learn two dances wow okay so i'm i'm gonna go on to um stat time answer now um do you think you got stat time right i don't know I, I mean, I hope I get it right, but I'll just see what happens. Okay, so today's start time question, if you don't remember, was that Gleb has appeared in both Dancing with the Stars and Strictly in Series 13. He was partnered with Anita Rani, and the question was, how many tens did they receive? Now, Ethan said one, and I can now reveal that the correct answer is, drum roll, please. Very high tech drum rolls we have here. One. Yay! There we go. So Ethan <laughs> has got it right. So um Yay. You know, congratulations. Um I knew I knew I had to test Ethan because Ethan's very good at the stats. So I was thinking bit of a harder question, but he smashed it. I'll have to try try harder. <laughs> So that kind of brings us to the end of the podcast okay. episode. Um, thank you for joining me. Um, I hope everyone learned a bit more about Dancing with the Stars, because I certainly did. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoyed talking to me. I really did. Thank you. We were actually saying this is, even though me and Ethan have been friends like eight months, so I want to say it was like the start of last Strictly series. We sort of became. Yeah. Um, this is actually the first time that we ever like talk to each other when we're not on an Instagram live. Yeah. I mean, we have done quite a few Instagram lives, and you know, we we can talk for quite some time on those Instagram lives. Yes. But, um, yeah, anyway, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Kate Talks Strictly. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, share share it if you want to. I don't know, follow it, follow the podcast if you want to see when there's a new episode. Leave a nice review if you want to. Don't feel pressured to do it. If you don't like the podcast, don't leave a review because I don't want any bad reviews. <laughs> Joking. Um, but, um, yeah, um, Thank you for tuning in. I hope to see you soon on another episode, if I can speak English, of Kate Talk Strictly. Bye. Bye.
so that brings us to the end of today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I love speaking to Ethan and finding out a lot more about Dancing with the Stars. And I hope you did too. I hope to see you soon in another episode of Kate Talk Strictly. Bye! Thank you.